Bye. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, Hello and thanks for coming, UK. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hi, it's Mary. Hi. Are you Jane? <laughs> sure. Can I be Holland? Yes, please. <laughs> Mary. Jane. Holland. <laughs> yes, Queen. Hey, sorry. It's actually Jamal. JK. <laughs> Hi, it's Stoney. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Should I let Stoney introduce himself or should we just get this party started? <laughs> Curveball. <laughs> I know. Um, all right, you guys. Well, welcome back to another fun week. Clearly, at thanks for coming. The most magically gay podcast. We are back, back, back again to bring you the finale to RuPaul's Drag Race UK. You guys, we made it. This is the finale episode. That's crazy. I know. It went by so fast. Another season of RuPaul's Drag Race under our belts. And girl, we might just have to poke another notch. It's getting real full. (laughs) (laughs) You just feel like, um, you know, when it's the off season and there are just the rumors of, oh, shit, another season of Drag Race is about to be announced. Oh, no, another season is about to be announced after that. It's just a whirlwind. So yay for making it to the end of yet another season of Drag Race. It's just... I know. I don't know. It's just really hard to podcast about drag race when you're a lady of a certain age. (laughs) So, (laughs) wow, what are you trying to say, Baga? (laughs) Oh, sorry. Well, Stoney's definitely a lady of a certain age. (laughs) Girl needs her beauty rest, okay? Yeah, I'm already like watching the season 12 like cast videos though, so it's it's still going. We just never stop. Yeah, it's like a marathon. (laughs) Yeah. Well, enough about that. Let's just catch up with our lives. How have you guys been doing? Um, I've been on the recovery train. I had like a um, very up and down weekend, but my energy is like, I think, aligned today. So I feel like a normal human being again. (laughs) Mm. Maybe that's because Michelle Visage got kicked off of Strictly Come Dancing. So you're like, you're feeling better about things now. (laughs) the tarot cards did say there'd be a shift coming so maybe that was it whoa (laughs) that was it (laughs) no i can't complain everything's been good it's still cold as fuck here but what can you do work what about you stoney what's new with you um not a whole lot i've actually been pretty busy with work like real life work not this one of Uh, us has been productive (laughs) yes so yeah that's kind of taking up all my time and also stressing me out a little bit so yeah well i mean if you want a new home you've got to work bitch so (laughs) (laughs) that is just how the world works (laughs) you want a maserati (laughs) (laughs) you better work bitch (laughs) <laughs> I see the whole video in my head right now. Yeah, life advice with Britney Spears. <laughs> wow. This is like the gay godfather. <laughs> like, you know, instead of like put a horse head in the bed or something like that, you just like quote work, <laughs> bitch work by bitch. Britney. <laughs> wow. I think I'm onto something here. Uh, You'll slay the game. You got it, girl. I- or else you get embopped. So, yeah. no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> or Reynolds will bite his ass. Yeah, I'll probably I'll survive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, on my end, I sort of teased my dentist visit, but it was less exciting than I I thought I was to have more of a story to tell you guys. You know how my luck goes at the dentist. But the only thing that happened was, I don't know, they're getting like super bougie at my dentist now. Uh And they um, they built a a additional torture chamber. So (laughs) (laughs) I almost got lost in there. But an additional uh, chokey yeah <laughs> and but they are getting bougie because before they cleaned my mouth she was like i'm just gonna put some vaseline on your lips now so that you don't get any like split lips or whatever it's called come on lip care that's important i mean i was like okay cool but then the whole time she's dragging her like gloves across my vaseline lips and it's like all over my face I was like, I feel like a sex doll right now. Like, this is not feel great. 
<laughs> she was like, let me apply this lotion. How rude. Yeah. Like they can't even make like some cheap ass marketing and do like a chapstick. And they're like, I'm going to put this chapstick on you and you get to keep it. Like, come on now. No. Just like smearing the Vaseline. She like lifted her 10 pound tub up onto the counter. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like a cold day in Alaska before your mother is sending you out to the bus stop, just coating your face in Vaseline because it's negative 20 degrees outside. That yeah, should basically. not be your dental experience. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was the only weird thing, but I was like, I don't know. My lips did feel kind of nice afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> okay, conditioning. It still counts. Yeah. So I did that. And then um, later in the day, I went to go see a concert at a winery. So I felt like super like high class and bougie. Mm. I went to see um, the uh, one of the members. His name is Jeremy. And I can't pronounce his last name, so I'm not going to try. Um, but he's from the band Sunny Day Real Estate. They started back oh, cool. in the late 90s. Yes, I'm familiar. Yeah. So I saw him and he was also there with this uh, other guitarist or a singer. I should call him a singer songwriter because he's not just a guitarist. Okay. They're Well, they're both from Seattle. They're both from Washington. The uh, person that opened up for him is Tomo Nakayama. Hmm. And he is like this folk singer songwriter person that plays um, on guitar and piano, but like really good his voice is incredible so you guys should all check him out Ooh, yeah i'll have to dig into the spotify um material and see what they've got definitely um my favorite song that i heard is called roma and it's basically i don't know it's just a really great song but then that and that's the one that really like stood out to me the most so check that song out if you're looking to get into his music um and actually i saw that he's, he's on some npr sort of list so you'll probably be super into it oh yeah that's right up my alley um all songs considered new music friday playlist yep that's me He he's probably on something like that but um but yeah that was good and then jeremy was good uh tomo played guitar to help back him up and they sang some really great songs and i uh they they were selling you know of course it was a winery they were selling wine there <laughs> but, but you could only buy it by the bottle oh so, tricky so uh so luckily i had someone with me <laughs> so we could split a bottle of wine yeah i mean yeah definitely buy the bottle with a friend it was really good um she was driving so i drank more obviously (laughs) (laughs) good job queen you did your part yeah you know i'm just here to help the kids i'm out here walking the kids in nature (laughs) uh but yeah so that was my weekend that sounds awesome that is about it you guys what else is there anything else you want to bring up before we get into this recap ladies Yes, queens, it is so important that you all continue to interact with us on social media. Yes, but remember to leave us a review, five stars on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen. Tell your friends. Everybody's into drag race these days. So get your good Judys into the game with us. Join the party. Oh, yeah. Also, tomorrow is Jamal's birthday. So happy birthday, girl. Thanks. I'm so turned. (laughs) It's going to be his 21st birthday, so we're all really excited for him. (laughs) Yes, my fiercest side pony will be out in full force tomorrow. Yes. (laughs) So if you guys haven't yet wished Jamal a happy birthday, that would be like super nice of you guys. Thanks in advance, queens. Leave a review. (laughs) Yeah, or post a picture of your cakes. Oh, that too. Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe not. I don't know. That's I don't allowed. want to force that upon you guys. That's I felt allowed. a little weird about saying it. The DMs can be dusted off. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Well, send it to Jamal's. <laughs> like, I don't want to be involved in this Ponzi scheme. <laughs> uh, I regret saying that. All right, you guys. Let's get on to this recap before we get canceled again. <laughs> Best present ever. Honest all right, you guys, welcome back to another Honest Tea Spill of the Week. And this is our last spill of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 1 of UK. Holy crap, oh my that's gosh. a lot. <laughs> another season gone, y'all. I don't know how we keep doing that's this. crazy. We did it, you guys. I mean, I think the important question that we all have to ask at the finale is, did you live your life in a K-hole? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> um, I did not, although I've had moments where maybe I, I could have been. Yeah. I felt like I've been in a K-hole this whole season of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> maybe. There was that one time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just that one time. I don't know. I don't really remember what happened, but... <laughs> signs the signs <laughs> rupaul's matter of factness did did you live your life in a k-hole that's my favorite <laughs> moment of this episode i think <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh all right you guys in all honesty we are going to recap the finale of rupaul's drag race uk the first season and it all starts at the top where Cheryl Hole and she has dug her way out of the competition. Uh, Sissy Hole, how could you let this happen? Cheryl, yes. gone too soon. There's just a gaping space without Cheryl here. <laughs> I know, all the holes are gone. Yeah, so sad. <laughs> are they filled? Are they unfilled? No one knows. I don't know. Could be a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to say. <laughs> All right, we should probably move on. <laughs> so it's after the elimination, the girls are back in the workroom, and Bag of Chips is explaining about her mom. You know, we kind of get, I guess, our happy ending about the weird mom moments last episode. <laughs> yeah, I felt like it was actually a moment where she explained herself a little bit and made me feel better about Bag of Chips in general. So that was good. <laughs> yeah. At the end of her little talk, I was like, okay, I guess we can move on. I'm not sure that I completely am over this weirdness, but okay. I know. It's nice of our good sis Clarity to drop by. It actually, I don't know. That was good. And then actually also whenever she did the podcast later, that helped clarify things a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, I think that was more for me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. We'll get there. But at the uh, top the next day, the girls, they're all comparing their badges. They each have three badges. And it is clearly uh, an even playing field. So it's anyone's game. I mean, the queens have been busy. And sure, if we're measuring repeater badges, they are on an even playing field. But as we know, the viewers, the hosts of the various drag race shows, we have our favorites. Who's going to rise to the top? Right. I mean, technically, Bible Girl got nine repeater badges, <laughs> but <laughs> I guess we'll just overlook that fact. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I was drinking wine. I actually, I really like the repeater badges. I think we need badges on U.S. Drag Race. Honestly, I would buy a repeater badge if they were like selling them. I could make that cute. Yeah. And also like they should like make it where the queens can like trade them in for like immunity or some shit. <laughs> no, this oh, is yeah. not Drag Race Survivor. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're going to be putting these bitches on an island somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Being like, my wig glue don't work here. I'm a drag queen. Get me out of here or whatever. <laughs> uh, uh. Something like that. Um, so RuPaul <laughs> comes into the workroom and we have a great improvement of a suit this week. I really like RuPaul's suit. You could see Ru, huh? She's alive. <laughs> She's still with us. I thought she was going full camo, like gay camo, but whatever. <laughs> you know, I thought I was listening to, um, um, podcast, um, Welcome to Night Vale. And I was thinking mm -hmm. that suit probably would have fit in a night veil for sure oh yeah for sure like the the gay division <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> blend blending in being spooky sassy bitches hey girl you want to go kill some night walkers <laughs> <laughs> uh i love that podcast notice how michelle didn't come out this time because isn't it like usually michelle will come out on the finale and be oh. like oh we're doing this to rupaul's single or whatever nice catch I did notice that, and I am smelling some collusion. Uh-oh. What's the tea? I don't know, girl. I think RuPaul was getting the temperature of that room. Mm, Earl Grey. Yes, girl. So, for this finale, they will have to do a myriad of tasks, including writing a verse to RuPaul's song, To the Moon. I guess that's her new single now. She's been playing it at the end of every episode for how many seasons? <laughs> I don't know. Talk about a build-up. She's for real. So she was really playing the log game on that one. She's been very busy. She can't write new material, so... 
<laughs> Jesus. Um, so then also they will be taught choreography by A.J. Pritchard. And uh, he's from Strictly Come Dancing. And then they will have to record a segment on the podcast, What's the Tea with RuPaul and Michelle. Pretty typical. Yes. Yeah, pretty typical. Um, I am so behind on RuPaul's podcast. At one point, I was keeping up like every week, but I think I have like eight episodes to listen to. But whenever the queens are on this podcast, it's always really good content to go and listen to, especially if you watch the queens on the show. Yeah. I kind of am in and out um, because we usually when I go listen, they only they have really bad audio and you can't hear RuPaul and Michelle talking at all. So I just kind of gave up on listening. They record any old wear like they are open about it. Our audio knocks out a lot of famed pods out there. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Why aren't we famous yet? <laughs> 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 all right, you guys. So let's start by talking about the podcast so first we had bag of chips what did you guys think about her podcast segment or at least the part we saw um again i have not listened to the show so i don't know if um the podcast is aired but this moment for me with baga was the little bit of extra sauce that i needed i liked baga already for the baga isms and the humor and the comedic aspect and the character that she brings to the show but it was nice to kind of see the human side and it explained a lot of what of the behavior we've seen and just those human moments it became all clear yeah i i liked hearing from baga and i thought that it was good to like hear Baga talk about her past a little bit and the relationship with her mother. So I don't know, it made me relate to her more because I feel like and Seth, you brought this up before, but like Baga hides behind her comedy a little bit. Yes. So it was kind of the first moment in the season. I felt like I actually got to know Baga a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. It kind of felt like Baga sort of fizzled out at a certain point towards the end of the season and clearly like there's a lot going on in her mind you know she you know clearly she has an inner saboteur and you know maybe that got to her at the end of the competition but it was really nice to hear about kind of how I guess you know basically her nan raised her and her mom like went off with her like new partner and had kids with you know basically had a new family and left yeah. left um mark or baga to to f- you know not really i mean not in a bad situation of course clearly was raised well as as she said mm-hmm. and those moments are always tough because um a lot of people they're just so used to having that face on that they don't necessarily know that they need to deal with something and that's why rue's said it a few times now there's like unfinished business and that was brought up directly on the podcast as far as there being unfinished business between baga and their mom so i mean i don't know it's just nice to see the human side of people because we've all had those moments i know i sure as hell have been judged off of one bad day or one bad hour so i can totally relate to this story yeah for sure also baga admitted to reusing the the look for the family resemblance challenge <laughs> yeah so yeah. called that one <laughs> um but i could really relate to baga because you know she was saying that you know she used comedy to mask the pain and you know has a hard time taking compliments and i feel like i also experienced that myself you know Baga was saying how she could just be like you know loud and kind of saying funny things and that would be like building a wall for her you know for myself I think I use comedy as a defense mechanism for my weight and just feeling uncomfortable and just sort of trying to be like the funny one so Mm. it's distracting people from um what I don't want them to see Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm understand that yeah so i really related to her on that and i really appreciated that part because that i'm sure took a lot of courage to admit to you know the whole world yeah yeah for sure and i mean the trolls out there will say what they want to say okay it's a tv show but it still takes a lot of guts to even say that to someone privately in a room with no cameras so the fact that there are 30 plus other people on set while this moment's happening you know that is something that we need to respect yeah 100 percent. and i mean these these girls on the show like not all of us are drag queens but they represent 
our community Mm -hmm. like you know and and there's people like you know me her and and you know hundreds thousands others in the community that probably feel the same way for various reasons so you know it's awesome to have someone you know talking about that you know like not completely the same but like when you see like for example like um representation from people in color like maybe um playing not traditionally roles that are you know maybe they're like it's like a white character or something Mm -hmm. a position of power instead of weakness right or struggle right and like with like black panther and into the spider-verse and things like that like i you know you saw lots of stories about you know young kids and people of color that were saying like oh it's so cool to see someone like me Mm mm-hmm and so I think in a different community of the LGBT, it's like really kind of similar in that respect. For sure. I agree. RuPaul goes in for the hug and, <laughs> you know, a little motivational speech. Um, she holds <sighs> on to bag of chips for dear life just long enough so that she can get nominated for an Oscar. Well, uh, listen, <laughs> Baga said it himself. Did you catch that? Baga's like, oh my gosh, RuPaul doesn't hug anybody. Yeah. I was like, yeah. that is so shady to say in front I was of like, her. Oh my gosh, they kept that in the show. So clearly RuPaul knows what the internet is saying about him. So yeah. that's just a little silent Scorpio <laughs> fuck you. I caught it. That was that. And yeah. somewhere Pearl is crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So next we have Davina DeCampo and uh, she didn't maybe go quite as deep i feel like she scratched the surface with what could have been a little bit deeper and maybe if we listen to the podcast the rest is there but we didn't see that yeah we definitely did not get that edit and i mean davina talked herself up and sold herself because i mean davina's story is i'm the performer i'm the seasoned queen i have all this experience why do i care what others think about what i'm doing so of course that moment is kind of reiterated here for like the 10th time i don't know but (laughs) yeah yeah, i think we just needed a little more and i'm i was more kind of team davina throughout the competition i think if i was gonna pick like the winner it was very close between her and the vivian and i had my weeks where i favored davina more for sure so i wasn't looking for her to fail or anything and it wasn't a bad interview i just don't think it was enough yeah i mean i'm not gonna say that i was right when i picked the order of the three girls but Mm -hmm. i I was right (laughs) (laughs) you were (laughs) yeah her whole thing was like with davino is that she's a perfectionist and that she says that like her mom and her husband and like they're all and her even herself are like hard on her so i'm like i don't know it's a little bit like maybe too many hands in the kitchen i don't know like it's i don't know it's a lot i mean that's one thing that's clear is that davina needs to go into her full beyonce mode and just manage herself maintain her image build her image and empire how she wants it and she'll be much happier yeah definitely. the others are just lucky to be there <laughs> amen sister um, so okay, finally we have the Vivian, and she elaborates more on her drug addiction, and um, she basically wants to help support people in the LGBT community because it is so prevalent. And um, before we got too far into it, I just did want to mention if you're interested in finding out more information on addiction in the LGBT community, we do have a podcast about addiction and uh, we kind of give statistics and we talk about our relations to addiction. So feel free to scroll up on the list and, and listen to that. Yes, please give that one a listen. For sure. And that is also um, has a special guest on that one. So feel free to listen. So, um, all right. So what did we think of Vivian's podcast segment? I thought it was good. I really like hearing about Vivian's story. Not that it's like a, oh, yay, it's just a wonderful story. But it just brings to light like a lot of issues um, in the community. And I really like hearing Vivian talking about it, just saying kind of like she got mixed up in the wrong crowd and it doesn't make her bad person. She just made some bad decisions and, you know, she was able to like get past it, Mm -hmm. thankfully, without, you know, causing too much harm. So I don't know. I thought it was a good story to hear. Yeah, it was a very strong story and a good, a great one to share because 
it's super prevalent in the community and someone like the Vivian who seems like it's so easy she can perform she can dance her face is beat all the time blah 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 it's what's behind the curtains is what's important and she's human and has made mistakes like the rest of us and I think it's strong to share that definitely and I think those moments really are what help to make her worthy of being a champion of winning the season because not only is she like so good but she also you know shows those moments of like vulnerability you know yeah and she's directly going against a stereotype now which is always a good thing because it's we're not shitting on anybody out there trying to have fun i've had my fun in the past with party drugs but luckily the vivian story is not mine we all know what the real tea is so hold your attitudes Exactly. Um, All right. So now it's time for dance rehearsal with the uh, two hot twinks, AJ and Curtis Pritchard. (laughs) I'll take the larger one, please. Yeah. I don't know. It's a hard choice. The little one might be a little too sassy for me. (laughs) Yeah. That's a lot of energy to manage. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I actually was looking into them a little bit more to learn more. And I guess AJ, like the little one, is like straight and maybe has a girlfriend or something like that. Really? But, yeah, I was surprised. I was like, there's like a lot of cosmetic surgery and like he's clearly a bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But I guess. I mean, he said. <laughs> I mean, everyone was thinking it. I just said it. Don't I mean, try and make me the bad guy, ladies. No, no, I agree. Don't fuck with me, fellas. <laughs> I agree. But they are in California, so maybe that explodes, um, explains the Botox overload. Yeah, it's quite possible. But then I guess I was reading that the younger brother, the tall one, Curtis, is bisexual. So Ooh, better chance with him. My senses are right. I know. They were both dreamy. I was like, <laughs> also, it was kind of weird, like, how sexually they were dancing with each other. <laughs> and oh, like... I know. They had the feeling of, I mean, those moves are very, like, all those dances are very <laughs> passionate dances. And Yeah. Oh, the passion was there, Henny. Yeah, it was weird, like, because I don't know if I was just, like, looking at it weird, but I was getting, like, couple vibes, like, the whole time. Were you thinking, like, Jamie and Cersei? Yeah, I'm getting, like, (laughs) a totally, yeah, very that. (laughs) I don't know, girl. It was weird. Like, they were just looking into each other's eyes like they loved each other. It was strange. Well, again, they're in California, so everybody's an actor. Yeah, girl. Um, anyways, <laughs> let's move on. This is like kind of a weird topic. <laughs> I know. I don't like this. Let's go somewhere else. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> so Baga learns the tango. Davina is going to be learning the cha-cha-cha. And yes, cha-cha. Vivian is going to be doing the samba. I guess they thought adding like a Latin flavor to an overly produced club track would be a good idea um (laughs) it just seemed to not flow for me but you know whatever (laughs) they're having a j-lo moment they're like we need a dance break here right waiting for tonight (laughs) balamos (laughs) (laughs) i don't know this was probably honestly one of the worst (laughs) finales performances ever like i don't know i mean we went and rewatched um read you wrote you and also kitty girl which I mean, is just epic it's mm-hmm. hard to like after watching those and then watching this i'm just like girl but it's hard to just compare like two of the greatest like finale performances hey, to this they got through <laughs> it and the vivian was good and davina's technical shit was on point yeah they were good it was a shame they put them in party city dresses but um <laughs> i don't know that was the 7.99 rack wasn't it it was girl that was not <laughs> not expensive and luxurious disrespectful I will have to say I I thought that Baga Chips's wig should have been better also it was like just flat and in a ponytail. Yeah, we needed like some Shakira volume somewhere. Um but I will say after rewatching the performance, I don't know if we're talking about the performance already, but yeah, we can talk about it. I thought Baga's was actually much better <laughs> than <laughs> than uh what like originally I thought. Like I actually enjoyed it after 
I rewatched it, I was like, oh, Bagus was actually kind of cool. You could just tell Baga was thinking about the moves. Definitely. I think also the same with the Vivian. You could definitely see she was thinking about it a little bit. Uh-huh. I got that a little bit with the Vivian, but overall she like serving the face, like even if she wasn't really confident, the judges read it as such and because she was like faking it until she made it. Yeah, but it also helps that Vivian's face literally can't move. So <laughs> <laughs> she's just like, of course this looks fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair, fair arguments. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that they all did a pretty good job. Like I didn't really yeah. notice they were saying that Baga was like a couple steps behind but for me i didn't really notice that they did a lot of cutaways so i'm wondering if they were trying to hide like the dance being sloppy because they made it too difficult that's usually what that means and they wanted to put the queens out of their comfort zones but we know when you're not actually seeing much of the lip sync or much of the routine that some shade was going on there i mean just think about it if you if you think of kitty girl to this day you always laugh when you see baby zahara trying to like extend her legs <laughs> yeah <laughs> and dropping her sort of i mean she went for it but i mean shit that's just one of those huge moments in drag race where people are going to remember and i think the crew they try to mop it up a little bit but they can only do so much yeah i think what upset me most about that is having the so many cuts is that we couldn't see the cute dancers that much that were helping them (laughs) i was like really quite fond of the one that was dancing with bag of chips i don't remember which one he was um he was the um dark haired one okay not not the shaved head and not the other one (laughs) yeah okay i know who you're talking about yeah but they were all pretty hot but bag of chips i like the i like that one the most i would go for the buzz gingery one yeah (laughs) also i think it was kind of funny how hard aj was being on the vivian like calm down girl he's like nope nope do it again (laughs) vivian was getting pissed she's like this fucking chihuahua won't shut up (laughs) yeah she was like i'm gonna punt him (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i thought all the girls did a good job too and we need to like you know we can touch on davina of course she's the most experienced queen as she's been letting us know all season which (laughs) i don't think there's anything wrong with that that's no shade but she has (laughs) yeah but this was her moment to like showcase all of that so i'm glad that the routine went well for her. She hit all of the marks. I think that she could have used a little pinch of like Vivian's facial energy with that and she would have completely taken the cake. Oh yeah, 100%. I think what really held her back was that she didn't get to sing in five languages, so... (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Stupid dance break. Yeah, (laughs) ruining it. This is my time to shine. (laughs) All right, so then, you know, it's the next day like i guess we're kind of skipping back a little bit to when they're getting ready for the performance you know they're putting on makeup they're discussing the worst outfit of the season which oh, was worn goodness. to vinegar strokes <laughs> they said it like vinegar's yes. paper dress like with such disgust <sighs> for vinegar no shade like a sister shade yeah And then each queen takes the time to talk about how they didn't know it would be this hard and that they're happy that, like, the three people are there, are the ones that are there. Like, they totally called it. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very much that moment, which, you know, we'll give it to them. They are, they were the cream of the crop. Yeah, I mean, we called it, too, so. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) They're they're not wrong. All right, you guys, I think we'll just go ahead and take a quick break here, and then we can come back and talk about the runway and then wrap it up. Be right back. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember, everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Honesty Spill of the Week. I hope you guys weren't waiting too long. I was just stuck in a (laughs) K-hole. Welcome back, queen. Welcome. (laughs) I think it's just something you slip in and out of. You made it. Yeah. 
are K holes like black holes or I don't know. Is that different? I don't know, but I tie up my hair before I go in one. Okay. I'm going to try that next time. <laughs> <laughs> next time I slip into a K-hole. <laughs> Put the bonnet on, queen. That's right. Sanity. <laughs> or wait. Sanitation. Cleanliness. Whatever. You get it. I like sanity. Yeah. <laughs> I need some sanity right now. All right. So let's talk about the runway the category this week is something we've never heard before. Totally unique. Final three eleganza extravaganza. <laughs> Holy Woo! shit. This is like revolutionary. Dr. Seuss shit. <laughs> this is like completely new. This is something <laughs> that we've never heard before. So and fresh. I was blown away. So yeah. <laughs> fresh. So fresh and so clean. Like a cucumber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So let's talk about Bag of Chips's runway look. What did you guys think? Uh, I thought this was cute. This was elevated. Definitely got Marilyn Monroe vibes, but it had the bag of this might be your auntie or young mama vibes. There was enough glitter and sequin. I like the color. It was good. Yeah, she definitely completed the challenge. <laughs> uh, she wore a dress. She um, wore a dress. <laughs> No, I thought it was good for Baga. Um, my favorite thing about Baga is just how she walks the runway, how it's like she's doing like yeah. hand. Uh, she's doing like the Tweety Bird dance, like the chicken dance. Na 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 clap 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 clap. I know. And how like she's her. Can someone edit that into a video for us, please? Her mouth is just like wide open. Like she's like completely shocked that she's there. And I don't know. She just reminds me of like Millie or something from <laughs> SNL. <laughs> like, stop it, Millie. Get off the stage. <laughs> One thing I will say. Um, well, I'll start by saying that I did like her outfit and i think she looked nice it definitely wasn't like at the level of the other dresses Agreed. but um it was nice the thing that i noticed that with the side slit it kind of like showed like what like her tuck basically um like it was the way it sat on her like you could kind of see like her undergarments and that was also the same for the party city dresses like even more so <laughs> like you yes see yeah but you didn't see it for the other girls just with baga well they need to treat this drag thing with those short dresses like they do cheer like there needs to be like hot pants or something under there that match the outfit that way like when those moments happen it doesn't look like oh there's homegirls tuck or there's those beige ass panties or bloomers again. yeah her granny panties you know what i'm saying it would have been a much fiercer look if there was like um a sparkly scarlet or more gold or something down there to like play up the look more like drag race let's get it together yeah and also apparently she was wearing cheryl hole's wig oh is that what that was yeah she was like don't leave anything around bag of chips <laughs> her thieving ass i feel like yeah. baga at some point just ran out of like she was like oh shit i didn't realize i would be here yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right, what did you think of Davina DeCampo's finale dress? I thought this was very queen pageant. I respect that, though. Like, she looked very polished. I thought it was very nice, her signature red wig. And I wasn't really sure what the red, white, and blue, but in the talking head, she said it was the deconstructed version of the flag, and this is Great Britain. I respect that. So good job, Davina. Looks great. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it looked really nice. I do think, though, that with it being the eleganza extravaganza or whatever, I felt like maybe it wasn't like... It did not go far enough, right? It did not go far enough, or it mm -hmm. wasn't like... It just wasn't like Glamazon to me. It was more just like... It was a safe gown. It was a cool gown, and there was nothing wrong with it. I just felt like it wasn't like her looking elegant. You know what I mean? Like it, Yeah. I agree with Stoney. Um, I was thinking the same thing, and I think that could have been what held her back from winning, because I think she could have maybe lined um, lined it with like sequin, like all the different colors. Over the top. Um, Eleganza, extravaganza. 
Right. I wanted to see something shiny because I like shiny objects. Yes, all the games. It just do. needed to be something that was like really nice. Like that is one thing from Davina. We just haven't really seen like glamorous really mm-hmm. much from her. So she completes the challenge. And I maybe I'm being a little nice, but you know, I don't disagree with what either of you are saying. It did not go far enough. And I mean I'm sure we'll get into that as we go into the Vivian's look for the evening. Right, yeah. I mean, the Vivian, she had like this, you know, beautiful champagne, sparkly dress, and it just flowed in all the right ways. It just told a story, right? Because the hair was right. It was huge. It was polished. It was fluffed and poofed and smushed and mushed, mushed, however (laughs) else the drag hair goes. It looked fabulous. And that gown, it also tells a story. It's very, very princess. It's very queen-like. It's very um, the nude illusion, but... But there's a flowy sequin glittery gown like it tells a story it's more chic it's more elevated and it's effortless and that's what we need from uk's first drag race superstar right yeah it looked like expensive more so than davina's yes it just looked i mean it was just great it was a moment right and it wasn't like she was like doing anything like oh my God, we've never seen this before. It, it was, was just, nothing extra at all. just was able to put it together and it like fit her perfectly. Like the mm-hmm. hair was perfect. Like her makeup was like on point. Like everything just fit so well together and she just looked so beautiful. Like that's... I mean, gosh, it felt like a drag christening almost. Yeah. Like here I am. I'm ready to be saved by RuPaul. Right. Like almost even something she could have worn to like the Met Gala. Yeah, I I just bought into all of it. And that cherry on top is what the other girls missed. Definitely. I think, um, yeah, I think that did set her apart, like, for sure. That kind of gave her a pretty big leg up in the competition. So then next, the queens all take a look at pictures of themselves, their younger selves, uh. to give them advice. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I uh, I I did like Baga's. Uh, I thought Davina's was good, but what really got me was the Vivian and her message to her younger self. I think Reynolds telling him his younger self a story as well. Oh my! <laughs> He's pissed. What's happening? <laughs> Reynolds like run away. You had the chance, and you should have run away, but now you're stuck here. <laughs> Reynolds, be quiet. <laughs> yeah. So I think the Vivians really got me because I don't know. Just her story is just so moving, and to have her success of being sober for two years and having the ability to look back and say, you know, like don't like give in to this. It's just like really hits you. Mm-hmm. I connected more with Davina and um, the Vivian stories, but more so the Vivians because it's just very, I don't know, I've seen friends go through that and some not be as lucky and some other some others be very lucky. So um, the fact that Vivian got to learn that lesson so young and now she's got this platform to share that, you know, even just being on the show with that story, it's a big deal and it's a story that needs to be heard and not glamorized you know, it's hard work to be a manager at a store. It's hard work to get on RuPaul's Drag Race and slay the game. Like, life is hard, and I think that the Vivian puts a nice bow on that story. Right, because you don't know who will watch the show, and maybe that's, like, the switch that puts them on the right path, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, a, it's just a really good story. I don't know. I really wish we would have heard more. Like, I think we heard about it, like, a couple episodes ago, but I don't know. It was kind of, like... That was the first time we really heard Vivian's backstory. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. they need to like get on that sooner. It was a bit of a wig snatch. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So next, Rue asked the queens why they should win. Baga said that uh, she's like, I don't know. I'm here, but maybe you should pick these other two. (laughs) Uh, This is clearly like Stoney and I immediately were like, okay, Baga's like out. She's like had her moment. (laughs) She's feeling great. So she's just going to accept her loss now. But I guess she was sweet about it. (laughs) To to quote Cheryl Hole, she was basically like, drop me out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that for sure. I mean, I think Baga 
new, right? Like she has struggled the past few weeks. Like I think she was just happy that she got to the top three and was just like, okay, like I'm not going to sit here and like, you know, be like, oh, like all of you bitches need to go. Like she's just like, okay, it's fine. Like I'm here, but I know I'm not the best. (laughs) I mean, that's cute and all, but wouldn't you want to try to like at least win? Like You would think so. Try. Um, but the Vivian and Davina, they both really sold themselves well, I thought. So um, good on them. Agreed. Nice pitches, ladies. <laughs> and then they go back to the untucked room and all of the eliminated queens are sitting there ready to dissect everything about them. Oh, so fun. One thing that I have appreciated about Drag Race UK is the kind of mashup of the show's traditional format. Like we've got Untucked in the show. We've got these mini reunions and it's like, oh, we're just here to kiki and tease you about getting to decide top two. Ha ha. You know, it's a a lot of fun. So this was a fun moment. Was there any queen that you were really like impressed with their outfit that they wore? I like the um, drama of Vinegars. I thought she looked very polished compared to what we've seen on the show from her. So maybe it was just the contrast that sucked me in. But Crystal looked punk rock and cool. I always liked that. And Blue Slade. Like, I loved Blue's gown. Yeah, I really liked Blue. I I really liked Scaredy Cat, too, which I love Scaredy Cat. On the show, obviously, but... I don't know. Those are kind of my faves. Yeah. And I also will say, I feel like Gothy did a really good job. Oh, like, yeah. I Gothy felt her look really was really good. polished. Yeah, I yeah, agree. Very polished. And um, something Wong, I also really liked her outfit. But I will have to say, I don't know if the lighting was not done well, but her <laughs> face looks so dark. <laughs> like, the contour was harsh. Oh, very, very no. harsh. Uh-oh. Sometimes the light isn't as flattering for some of the choices that are made. <laughs> yeah. I really liked her outfit, though. I did. And, I did, too. You know, I just realized we didn't get a Miss Congeniality. Oh, wow. We oh. sure didn't. Was there talk about that on Twitter or anywhere? I I don't know, but I'm going to deep dive after we record. <laughs> oh, wow. Who do you yeah. think it would have been? Because I feel like it would have probably been Blue or Cheryl. Mm. Well, I guess it depends on who votes, if it's the viewers or the cast. Yeah. Maybe we can just vote really quickly. I think maybe like we'll each say who we think should be. And if oh my we gosh. have a repeat, then uh, then that's the winner. Uh, I'm not ready. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. I think I've got it. <laughs> I think I've got All it. All right. Stoney, who's your nomination? I nominate Blue. On what grounds? On the fact that... She was kind of the shady one, but the fun shady one, and everyone seemed to like her on the cast. So she was the auntie that you like. So everyone liked her in the cast, and she was very popular with the fans as well. Mm, Favorite auntie. Okay. All right. What about you, Jamal? Ah, Okay. (laughs) Okay. So I'm just going with my gut here. I'm going to say Vinegar Strokes, because everybody loved Vinegar, but Vinegar just couldn't really quite get up to what the other girls were doing, even though she's on a show with broadway show with um michelle visage she just couldn't quite get there but she was also like very den mother den sister if you were in a sorority house this is the head sister making sure all the girls are good and nobody is um being silly out in these streets yeah you guys both had really good picks um i feel compelled to pick one of yours too just so that we can have a winner <laughs> Ooh, who sold it better love it or list it we'll both have really good arguments because like i really was moved by vinegar strokes like even though maybe she wasn't turning out like the best looks mm-hmm. i mean iconic entrance line um <laughs> You know, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna be a total slag. <laughs> I mean, everyone's gonna quote that forever. Yeah. So, uh, but I think I, I was my nomination was gonna be something long. I think, but Ooh, I also yeah. like I also like Stonies because I think that it was really moving with Blue's story about mm-hmm. marriage equality in Northern Ireland. Yes. So I think. That's sort of like the tipping point for me to go to blue because I really thought that was like a motivational story. And like, I think that she, that's kind of why she was there and she was fighting for, you know, gay rights in Northern Ireland. Mm -hmm. So that's really the only reason why I would pick her over because I like them both. 
Yeah, I mean, that's fair. An honorable mention to something Wong because there's that whole storyline again of, you know, my family does not know I'm gay, but here we are on Drag Race. So I'm curious to see how that story plays out later. Right. That's sort of like what was torn between me because you have the interesting story about being a person of color like Mm -hmm. um, something Wong or Vinegar. And I like that's a really compelling reason to have them be um miscongeniality but then like then you have blue with marriage equality and yes. that sort of thing mm-hmm. so i don't know maybe we'll honorable mention all three of them <laughs> or something i don't know well we might be the only ones talking about it so tell your squirrel friends listeners yeah and if you want tell us which of the three girls that you think should be miscongeniality yes please yes. at tfc pod on twitter and instagram yes girl all right so they bring all the girls back out to the runway i just a couple quick moments that we have to mention is when gothy walked down the runway and michelle did the little kitty growl <laughs> oh yeah how could you not miss that <laughs> That editing was just so great. Like, that beat was just so funny. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, we have to talk about Cheryl Hole's reveal. Yes, Muffy. I was worried for a minute. I was like, (laughs) okay, sea urchin realness. And then she let the flaps drop. And I was like, okay, cute. Yes. You wanted a twist. (laughs) (laughs) Hold the cameras. Yeah, for real. She was giving me very much like Lady Gaga Las Vegas vibes. I felt it. I felt it the same. Yep. All right. So then we find out that um, Viv and Davina are the top two. So at this moment, Bag of Chips is out of the running. Yeah. She basically runs to the back of the stage. She's like, save me. Get me out of here. She's like, it's over. Gosh, they make (laughs) me talk about my feelings. (laughs) This is the worst. (laughs) Help. (laughs) so then viv and davina lip sync to i'm your man by wham yes they were huge in the 80s if you are a music fan you should know about wham so i enjoyed this they're from uk and that's really all that matters i really like that they've kind of stuck with that theme of uk artists to lip sync to yeah i respect that and this group was like really they like popped off in the 80s so this isn't some like throwaway group that they picked because they were from the uk this was a notable group right and that was a fun song it was a good lip sync Mm -hmm. i think it was fairly even between the two girls i thought so too i kind of buy more into the vivian's gig but i respect davina's lip sync style very much yeah yeah, I agree too. I think the Viv had a, a heads up a little bit, but I think the iconic moment from Davina is when she's sort of like doing her back bend. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That was really great. Queen of yeah. the Damned vibes. I like that. It was awesome. So then we're, you know, ready to crown the winner, and it's between the Vivian and Davina. And the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race UK season one is the Vivian. Ah! oh <laughs> my god um shut the front door i know we need to go back to meet the queens and like the first episodes and see what we said i'm pretty sure that all of us kind of thought vivian would be somewhere in the top or take the crown yeah i'm like 95 percent sure that i said vivian was like my pick to win yeah so We'll we'll go back and listen, and you guys go back and listen too, because you know how much I love being right. So, <laughs> <laughs> loves it, girl. Um, well, this was a fun season. I'm happy for the Vivian. Well deserved. It was definitely tough competition between Davina and the Vivian because I was honestly pretty close to fifty fifty on liking them both equally for different reasons. But I think this is a well deserved and great first winner for the UK season of Drag Race. Definitely. I really love the season just as a whole. For me, it's one of my favorite seasons that we've had in a really long time. And I would put it up there with like seasons like four through seven of uh, the American Drag Race. I agree. Yeah, I was really happy for the Vivian. I was going to be happy with either one of them winning Vivian or Davina. So but yeah, like this season to me was just so much fun. Like, I don't know if it was the smaller cast, but it just seemed like they were so like so much more like together and like 
I don't know. It was just, they were a fun cast. Like they it felt like an actual sisterhood and they, they were all trying their best and just having their moments. Yeah. And they all brought something to the show. I felt like, like everyone there brought something for it us to like enjoy. It felt like a really great vintage season of the real world. That's how it felt. It was so nice and warm and yeah. fuzzy. And then after the show or after the crowning, we see that, Baga and Vivian are going to have a WoW Plus series, I think, as as Trump and um, Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, I'm so I'm I'm going to be watching yeah, that. It's going to be will hilarious. Be watching that. <laughs> I will be looking for that as well. And I don't know if they showed this on um, if you watched it not on WoW Plus, but did you guys see the advertisement for Alyssa Raw? Oh yeah. yeah, I'm so pumped about that. You know, we stan Alyssa, and that bitch needs more TV time. I'm here for it. Yeah. And then also, Katya and Trixie are going to be on Netflix's YouTube, like, I guess, reacting to movies and TV. <laughs> yeah, which we already watched. They already yeah. have one episode out. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go watch that. It's Is it so good? fun. Okay, so of course they're going to be talking about Netflix shows and movies, but the first little um, Trixie Katia cap was based on The Crown, and we already stand the Trixie and Katia show, so it's the same shit. They're just like narrating a movie, and they show you clips throughout the whole kind of show, so you see what they're talking about, and it's them and their kookiness, and I'm not sure what Katia's wig was doing, but we love her anyway <laughs> it can be questionable sometimes very questionable but go watch it yeah i'm just excited to see all of these girls with like awesome shows and like you know being recognized as actual entertainers with you know an audience that these big companies can put money behind them yes good job queens way to work yeah yeah i definitely thought overall though uk was really good so i'm really looking forward to like season two i hope i don't know if it's been confirmed or not but i hope they do Oh, it's it. been confirmed oh it has because they put out a casting call oh, yep. okay got you it's happening girls so we'll be back for that hopefully if there's not like eight other seasons happening at the same time <laughs> gosh all right you guys well let's go ahead and continue on with the podcast and let's talk about some trade mm, k-hole trade Ooh, Ooh spicy flavors trade All right, you guys, welcome back to another week of Hot, Hot Trade, the sexiest segment in all of podcast history. That's right, Trade. Hey, Trade, we're back like you knew we would be. Yes, girl. Trading Pokemon <laughs> cards. Just kidding. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. <laughs> we remade our grinder accounts just for you guys. <laughs> Fresh picks. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> All right. Which one of you wants to share your trade first? I will go first this week. So I've got some more influencer trade for y'all. I'm just in here in these influencer streets trying to connect with the people, you know, on Instagram. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Put in the good word for us. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. So my trade this week, y'all, is Big Deal Khalil. Yes, his name is Khalil. Can you say his last name? I am not going to try that. I was practicing. I'm not going to get there. I kind of want to try, but I, I'm just going to skip it. <laughs> I don't want to butcher it and be rude, but I see that he's followed by previous trade of mine, Stay Fox. So extra stamp of approval there. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Bonus trade points there. Uh, Khalil's super handsome. He takes awesome pictures. He's got like um, his clothes on and most of the pictures, but he's just classically very sexy. He can be super super hot in a suit or whatever outfit and he's got a rockin bod so that's a bonus as well but yeah this is um just a hypnotic trade i've been following him for a few weeks now he's got fun stuff going on there and this man looks really good in front of most like landscaping shots i don't know i don't know what kind of lens he's using or i don't think there's a filter there yeah hashtag no filter i'm really feeling this acai bowl and latte picture where he has a bandana and like a a whitewashed or distressed shirt on mm-hmm. that combo is really working for me also <laughs> permanent follow yeah i think i might have to follow this one yeah that's okay. a good one. Oh my gosh there's a picture of him with carbs in his mouth 
Isn't we don't see him swallow it though, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the key. <laughs> I did not see him post no movie of him swallowing his carbs, so <laughs> sorry, girl. That's how he stays so sexy. <laughs> Busted. Those ripped arms. All right, sorry. All right, let's move on. <laughs> All right, let me do my trade, everyone. Jeez. You go for it, girl. Stoney's turn. So my trade this week, his Instagram handle is Christian Diaz. He is a fitness model from Columbia. Oh. And Columbia. a dancer, personal trainer, choreographer. Oh, choreographer. Does that um, mean he can twerk? He's an influencer as well. And he posts lots of pictures in different modeling poses. Oh, yeah. Look at that one with him um, with his backside facing us. <laughs> oh, Oh. Hey. <laughs> oh, there it is. He can twerk kind of. <laughs> yeah, that that booty almost rivals Beyonce. It's close. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I do have to say not to be a Debbie Downer, but he's like supported by Bang and like they contribute money to Donald Trump's like <laughs> campaign funds well so. damn oh, shit. <laughs> exposed i don't know i mean he's still hot though like i just wish he, wish he made better choices with his life maybe he doesn't know yeah maybe we should slide into his dms oh well yeah maybe we can we can tell him to get sponsored by somebody else <laughs> oh i yeah. saw another video clip where he had better twerk posture but he's a really handsome Ooh. guy he's got a killer smile I like the one where he's playing with these basketballs. Oh, big balls. Oh, God. They just showed the bang. It was going. It was a really good okay, video. And he started listen. drinking his bang energy drink. Don't follow the stupid trade. Like, he's obviously problematic. So. Just, just look at it. Look at the trade. But don't subscribe. Damn, no, we don't know that for fast. sure. Like, I don't know. I didn't know anything about the bang thing. So, sorry, y'all. <laughs> well, I like to stay up to date with political leanings. And even though Chick-fil-A has stated that they will <laughs> not be contributing to anti-LGBT-like fundraisers, that doesn't mean I'm going to eat your nasty-ass chicken nuggets anymore. So, <laughs> yo, I don't know. I'm still not eating your chicken. I've heard that they taste so good because... It's like made with the hate. They put in so much hate. It tastes so good. Oh, that's why it's so salty. <laughs> yes, queen. Good God. All right. Well, I feel like we've had enough political talk here. Let's go ahead and move on. All right. Speaking of problematic, I picked Soros. Maybe a, a problematic trade this week. So, Uh-oh. Um, I picked... <laughs> Aaron Carter for you guys' <gasps> trade. Whoa. Whoa. Throwback. Story time. So also I was watching his live Insta live like before we even started recording and he's still going. So like I don't know what's happening. I'm a little nervous. Oh no. <laughs> what did he take? I don't know, girl. You know, I feel <laughs> bad for Aaron Carter because clearly, you know, he started as a child star. So, you know, he got influenced with like pro with drugs and, uh, you know, basically was given a lot of things prematurely that he probably shouldn't have been given access to. Mm -hmm. So um, that plus having a brother that's super famous, you know, it's just like there's no escaping that lifestyle, you know? Yeah. And plus like crazy pressure that's probably involved as well. Right. And I mean, just like four days ago, he was like in the hospital supposedly for um, like being too overworked and stressed. Oh, no. Like exhaustion. Yeah. I mean, you hear like child stars have like a rough time. Yeah. And also, too, like he just said that um, like I guess his sister died somewhat within the past few years. But he said his like sister like sexually assaulted him like back when he was like eight. Oh, no. Yikes. And also like i think he said like his dancers like assaulted him like back around that time also oh my gosh so, is this all allegedly right now this is allegedly you know this is something that has come out recently um so wowzers yeah i'm gonna believe him until i see otherwise but yeah i mean we should always um i don't know i err on the side of believing the victim until i have a reason not to Right, exactly. But also, on a more positive note, Aaron Carter is a part of our LGBT community. He is, uh, last I heard, bisexual. Yes. And uh, I just was, um, 
I don't know, sort of just came across like a picture of him in the shower. So, oh, <laughs> oh my god, I was like, let's just make him the trade for this week. <laughs> hey, wet trade. That's right, girl. Everyone loves a shower pick, right? <laughs> I can appreciate yes, a shower girl. Pick. <laughs> yeah, I'm like. I know he's looked kind of rough in the past, like when he's been using drugs more heavily, but I think he's like healthy now because he doesn't look like that. And he doesn't look um, like Lindsay Lohan. No, he's looking fresh and clean right now. <laughs> Sweet. Good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's my trade this week. Uh, hopefully you guys <laughs> are on board. I don't know. Let me know if you think I made a good pick or a bad pick. <laughs> <laughs> well, we want to be supportive on TFC. So that's a good pick. Way to way to yeah. support the community, Seth. Good job. Yeah. I'm all about supporting someone on their journey. You know, the problem in our community can be the turning up of noses too quickly so good for you for not doing that yeah i'll give him a chance so uh if somehow you are hearing this aaron carter please reach out (laughs) hit up slide into the dms girl and you know we'll just talk (laughs) oh my gosh could you imagine that will never happen (laughs) anyway let's move on (laughs) all right you guys well it's been a real fun week here at tfc feel free to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to feel free to review us and comment us on whatever uh place you like yeah just uh just hit us up on twitter if you're feeling chatty yeah, remember tfcpod at gmail.com if you're interested in becoming a sponsor. Except getting... bang, don't bang, don't come and yeah, yeah. we don't want bang <laughs> yeah. or Chick Fil A. We like um, natural brands. <laughs> yeah, I would love to get sponsored by Tresemme because <laughs> I use so much of their dry shampoo that it would just make my life so much better if they would just continually send me their dry shampoo. So if, if Tresemme, if you're listening to this, I hope you're not problematic. Please sponsor us. <laughs> She's an honest queen. Oh, no. I'm going to be real here for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, you guys. Well, stay tuned next week while I try and continue to get us sponsored by Tresemme. And until then, <laughs> bye. Bye. bye.